0: Got dreams of being a professional podcaster, but have no idea what you're doing? This is impossible. That's about to change. A new kind of school. Welcome to the Pod School Podcast. Hello and welcome to the show. I am Fresh from OzPod, which is a podcasting conference in Sydney, Australia that I spoke at the other day. And over the course of the conference, I touched on something in my presentation about starting your podcast off on the right foot, and I noticed it coming up time and time again with each Each one of the speakers, they all said that this was the question that they got asked more than any other, and that is, how long should a podcast be? This is really a question that new podcasters spend way too much time worrying about because the answer is simple your show should be as long as the content suggests it should be. There should be no fluff, no additional crap, no rabbiting on for 20 minutes before you get into the good stuff. You need to be respectful of your listeners' time and just cram the best of the best in. And if that means it's a seven-minute podcast, that's it. If that means it's four and a half hours, Perhaps that's a little too long, but it just depends on what the A grade material dictates. One of the great things about jumping into podcasting is that there really are no rules. On radio, you are hemmed in by ad breaks that have to run at a certain time, the number of songs you need to get out each hour, but in a podcast, it can be exactly the length that you want it to be. And you should also really keep in mind your audience when you're thinking about how long it should be. If you you are doing a podcast for travelers who are going to be sitting on lengthy 20-hour bus rides through South America, then maybe a longer podcast is going to be exactly what they're going to want to pass the time. But if your podcast is designed for busy mums, then there's nothing to say you can't make a 10-minute show. If that's enough time to feature your content, they might be really happy to have something that they can ingest in a really short amount of time and then not have to pause and come back to it. James, Cridlin is a radio futurologist, and he was also talking at Ozpod, and he mentioned something really interesting about podcast listeners and the fact that less than 50% make it past 15 minutes, which is a bit of a bad thing for advertisers who are putting stuff in the middle and end of podcasts. But a lot of talk when he was mentioning those statistics was around how do we get our listeners to stay longer. And the truth is, the way you get them to stay longer is to have good content that's riveting the whole way through and maybe a better question is could our podcasts be shorter ideally you don't want your listeners to have to pause and come back to their content because people are subscribing to more and more and more shows I certainly know in my feed I can't make it through all of the shows that I'm subscribed to I feel like it's a full-time job so when I pause something I tend unless it's a show that I really really love not to go back to it because I'm trying to get through as many shows as possible. So it's good to keep that in mind when you're creating a show that you want your listener to be able to gobble it all up and not have any leftovers that they need to worry about coming back to. You always want them to get to the end of the episode and go, gosh, that was over quick. Not think, oh man, there's another 40 minutes and I've got to do all this stuff and I want to listen to another show. Less is always going to be more. Not only from the audience's perspective, But from your perspective, it's important to think about what is genuinely achievable for you day in, day out, or week in, week out. It is a real commitment to do an hour of content, not only from the listener's perspective, but also from yours. That's a really long time to fill. And you can easily probably fill it in the first couple of weeks when you're fresh with ideas and you've got so many things you want to get to. It's going to be a breeze. But think about where you're going to be seven months down the track, seven years down the track. Are you still going to be able to make it to an hour of content? It's really important from your perspective too, because you've got to put in the time every week to get this out into people's ears that it's something that's actually achievable. And an hour is sometimes really not achievable. With my podcast, You've Got to Start Somewhere, I usually chat for an hour, sometimes longer with the guests, but we're covering an entire career. So it's very hard to squeeze that into 20 minutes. But if you're doing a show on your own by yourself, you don't have a co-host, you don't have an interview subject that you're mining and you want to go on a journey with that person, then shorter can sometimes be much better from your perspective. The other thing, That's going to happen if you have a long show to start and then you start pairing it back, is that your listeners? We'll crack it at you. This happened to me with our show, Paul and Rach. Originally, we did this. We started out at an hour because we were fresh with ideas. We had a lot of stuff. We hadn't worked together in a few years. We'd done a radio show years ago. We were getting back together. We were all excited. And it was a real breeze to fill an hour, those first couple of shows. But then, of course, life gets in the way. You can only fit in half an hour record time. You don't have a great day one day, so you're not going to include all of the bits and pieces. And as soon as we start. Started to chip away at that time, our listeners were straight on the email. Where's the rest of it? Why is it shorter? Why aren't the episodes as long as they used to be? So it's much better if you are going to set an expectation with the listener to keep that expectation. And one of the great ways to do that is to keep your episodes shorter and use bonus content to put into your podcast feed. So it's a little bit of an extra surprise for your audience. They're never disappointed by the length of your show shortening. Instead, they're like, oh, Oh, look, I get a little bit of extra something. If you've got something to talk about that you feel like you didn't cover in the main episode, the one thing that you have to be clear on is that you have to do whatever is best for your content. And your audience. It is really important that you understand who you're doing your show for, and then you have to be a bit selfish and think about yourself because you're the person that's putting the time in to do this show. So, what can you commit to in the long term? Do not create a rod for your own back. We're five weeks in, you're thinking, ugh. I've made a massive mistake. Shorter will always be better and more achievable and then just add little bits in after. I hope that's helped you think a little bit about how long your podcast should be. Go forth free from the shackles of thinking that there is a single way to do this and think about it strategically. And as long as you are thinking about what's best for your audience and the show content, then you will be just fine. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of PodSchool. As always, I will put the show notes at podschoolpodcast.com. And if you'd like a little extra help, you can check out my online podcasting course at podschool.com.au. I'll see you next week. And until then, happy podcasting. That's all for today.